Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. What do men really want? I mean, I know there was a movie just made about it, but you know, what men want in women and from women is getting more complex by the minute. And men and their motives are evolving. And actually, that's a good thing. It's a really good thing. But there are definite universal things that men find attractive in women. I mean, of course, there's looks. And you all know by now, I really zone in on that and helping women look and feel their best. So they attract that man, their sex appeal. There's other things, believe it or not, yes, men do like, you know, personality and core beliefs and sense of humor and all of that stuff. But the truth is, men do desire us ladies in a sexual way, which is part of attraction. I mean, we want this, right? Last time I checked, we're not going on a dating site to attract a business partner or friend. We are looking for a sexual partner. So it is a good thing. But here's a fascinating statistic. A recent st- survey reported that about a third of men, I think it's higher, but this, this survey say a third of men have imagined sexual encounters with more than a thousand different women. Now, I don't know how old these men were in the survey. I mean, I guess it wouldn't be so bad if they were in their 80s, but something tells me that they were probably younger. <laughs> so in a guy's mind, upon first impression, They're not thinking like Einstein, but more like Don Juan. The other day I was working with a client um, on her Bumble profile. I often do this, right? I I do an online first impression assessment, which makes a huge impact in the way that, you know, men get attracted to those profiles. And um, if anyone's interested, I'll, I'll share more about that at the end of the show. So anyway, I was looking at her photos, of course, first, because that is the first thing let's face it, we all look at men and women alike. Now, her first headshot was cute, okay? This is like the thumbnail, the first thing that men see, but it was just kind of cute. There was nothing really spectacular or, you know, grabbing about it. And then as I'm thumbing through her pictures, she had, you know, the casual outfits that weren't that flattering, covered up her body. She had one with sunglasses and these huge dogs. I mean, the dogs were cute, but that's, I mean, that was like the focus of the picture. And then there was one with her niece. So she looked like she was a mom and she wasn't a mom. In fact, she didn't even want kids. And then there was this really super sexy one. It was just one that just kind of like glared out at me. And she had this dress on. It was only a three quarter shot, but it only, it like, the focus was her boobs. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Like her boobs looked amazing and her hair was sleek and shiny and her makeup was done well. I mean, she looked fantastic. I said, why don't you have that one as your first one? And why do you have these other ones? And then what she wrote on her long, you know, on her profile were all these like really long-term goals and what she was looking for in a relationship, but there wasn't much about the fun side of her, the adventure side of her. And actually, that's what she was looking for in a man. So after diagnosing her first impression online, there were some major flaws that was preventing men from swiping right, right? The first thing was that there was no full body shot. 
whatsoever. And the only ones that we could kind of see her body in, it was just with those big clothes that covered her up. This thing I know, men like to see the whole thing. And if they don't, sometimes they think you're hiding something or that you're not body confident. The second problem was that there was no sex appeal in her other shots except for that one boob shot. So it was almost like confusing, like that one sexy shot almost looked like a different person. So the incongruence was confusing. Remember, you are only as good as your worst picture. The third problem was it was just, there was too much distraction in her pictures. I mean, there was the dogs, the baggy clothes, her niece. <laughs> and men, look, men just wanted to see her and you. You know, they just want to see if they are attracted to you. This isn't a photo album, people. This is almost like a dating website. And so you have to market yourself in that way. And finally, the messages, what she was writing in the profile and what she was putting out there, she was just too heavy, right? She was too long-term oriented, which is great and fine because I know that's her ultimate goal, but there wasn't a sprinkle of her sense of humor and fun and adventure and what she was looking for in a man. And remember, like attracts like. And there was a lot more, but the point was, is that when she tweaked what I told her to tweak, it made a huge difference in the amount of the quality of guys that then swiped right on her. She could not believe it. Now, I know a lot of you listening are women, and I don't know if you know this, but I do work with just as many men as I do women. So I, I know this stuff, ladies, and I'm constantly surveying them on what they like and what they find sexy. It's scary because sometimes I even think like a guy, knowing so much, it's like I can get in their head and have their lenses on almost. But lo and behold, I am not a man, nor do I want to be a man. So I thought it would be best to bring one of these um, species in on the show today to tell women what men really want from a male perspective. Because although he may say similar things to me as me, um, it's different when you hear it from the horse's mouth. He's the founder with his wife, which is so awesome, of X and Y Communications, which focuses on equipping and empowering men and women who want to go from good to great in their relationships. And he is the host of a popular podcast called Mountaintop Podcast. He's one of the most recognized dating coaches for both men and women on the global stage. Now a four-time Amazon number one best-selling author. He's been invited to speak at high-profile conferences, including the one that we met at. Um, over 400 media outlets that have consulted with him, including ABC, NBC, CBS. It goes on and on and on, and he focuses on the combination of deserving what you want and decoding the other sex's thought processes. And he obviously cracked the code, evidenced by his beautiful partnership with his lovely wife and in the business. Welcome, Scott McKay. Hey, how you doing, Cam? What a bunch of lies. Who wrote that? <laughs> it's like one of Donald Trump's you tweets. Did. Somebody must have written it for him, you know? You did, my dear. You, that's what I got from you. I can't believe, oh. I love, okay, can I just say, I just have to tell everyone, I'm so happy that you are on here. We met at Justin Stenstrom's conference, right? At Elite Man Conference. That's absolutely and, correct. And I remember, and I don't know if you know this, but I remember thinking how awesome it was that you had a podcast and I was kind of in awe of that. That's before I had my podcast. And 
I want to tell you, you were honestly one of the people who inspired me. Like you kind of kicked my butt. So thank you. Well, I must've done that when I was really drunk. Cause I don't remember even touching you. <laughs> it's a figurative. Scene. Oh my okay. God. Come on. Anyway, as you can tell, Scott's really funny too. Um, <laughs> so- <laughs> That's what they keep telling me. As yeah. long as I believe it, I guess it has to be so. Right. Isn't that what we all kind of believe? Like when you believe it, you become it. So you are. Um, well, that's what I, men really want. Is it? Yeah, we're what done. You You're done? We're yeah, done? We want women to think we're funny and that, you know, we really want it. We get it. That kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I know you talk a lot about sense of humor in terms of, you know, having that be on both sides. It's sexist. And I hear that a lot. Like women always say that they want that in a man and men always say they, they adore that in a woman. So would you agree with that? No, I think, I think humor, the right kind of humor is an absolute superpower when it comes to men attracting women, because it's irresistible. And we're talking, what I usually tell guys is how to cultivate irony. Like in your mind, you're always twisting things, turning it around, looking for different meanings of words. And that idea of being quick on your feet and uh, being able to come up with things is, a, is kind of an archetypal signal to women that you got things handled, that you can be in control, that you can be a provider and be a protector because you can just confidently be Johnny on the spot with whatever needs to be said. Plus women love to laugh and women laugh when they're comfortable and when they're having fun. And, um, that's a key indicator of getting a woman attracted to you and, and being interested in spending more time with you because laughter is fun. But I have a question. Yeah. And no, that's so true. And I, and I, I, I that was the most serious that, thing about humor I've ever said in my entire life. That was, it was very beautiful. I mean, you had me really like hooked. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I'm curious about is the flip side because I've actually heard two different things. Like, Mm-hmm. I mean, men like when women laugh at that, their jokes, right? And yes. kind of indicated that. But what about a woman being funny? Like, is that attractive to a man? You know, I think it depends on the man. I've seen the same survey that you're, you're uh, apparently referring to, which is when you ask men and women what they value in a potential partner, yeah. you know, assuming heterosexuality, right? Right. Um, they all say a sense of humor. And what women mean is what women, what women, <laughs> what women tend to mean, I talk funny. Imagine that. <laughs> what women that tend funny. to mean is he makes me laugh. And what, women, mm-hmm. what men tend to mean is she laughs at my jokes. Mm. Um, I think if you talk about women who are professional comedians, yeah, I think there are very few who are actually sexually attractive to men, like very few funny women. Um, but you know, then again, there are plenty of comedians who are professional comedians, I'm saying, who are unattractive to women too. It all depends on the kind of humor they purvey. Uh, but I, my wife and I, my wife has actually gotten a lot quicker on her feet, quicker on her feet by osmosis from hanging out with me for 13 years. And I find it wonderful. I mean, we sit there and we play jokes off each other, like a comedy team, like David Mitchell and Robert Webb up here. I mean, we're, we're like, just we could probably go do open mic night at comedy and both be up there nowadays. I've done it for years, but my wife could probably join me on stage and we could just go back and forth. And I think it's, I think it's wonderful. I think a lot of guys might be intimidated if a woman was really quick on her feet for the simple reason that it's a learned skill that's hard to cultivate and that very few people possess. I mean, being genuinely quick on your feet and cracking jokes 
that are interesting and indeed outwardly focused. In other words, you know, if you've ever seen someone who, who tries to be funny and people actually psychologically withhold humor from them mm-hmm. because that person right. is trying to get, get approval by being funny and that doesn't allow people to laugh. If you see a comedian or someone who's trying to make someone laugh who really just loves to brighten people's day and help them feel better about themselves, it's a lot easier to laugh at that person and people want to laugh and they're enjoying themselves. I'm thinking of like, uh, uh, maybe not the most physically attractive guy in the world, but like a Gabriel Iglesias, the fluffy guy. I oh, mean, yeah. He just mm-hmm. wants you to laugh. You can tell it's so genuine. He, he's, right. he, he's self-deprecating with his ego and and he's hilarious. And you don't think for a second, I'm not going to laugh at this guy because, you know, he's such a douche. But, um, you know, women, you know, so guys, if they're, if they're thinking, hey, I, I want to make women laugh. I want to be funny. And I think most guys aspire to that. And like I said, it is, a, it is a learned skill. If women are superior and quicker at doing that, I think a lot of guys would be really intimidated and she might find that her dating pool would actually shrink. However, when she finds a guy who can go toe-to-toe with her, you know, yes, literally, well, figuratively, yeah. and it would be on, you know, exactly. And so I think this is this, that point that you just said is really important because there's a lot of women listeners and, yeah. you know, they, they, there's a fine line. And, and I always say like, what applies to what we get attracted to in men doesn't always like apply in reverse to your point, like what you're saying and with humor in particular, and, and tell me if you agree, I, I think that women, it can be really cute and it can actually be sexy when a woman is funny, as long as she still has the femininity piece to her. Because I think sometimes jokes can also be very masculine in the way that it can be presented and connected with men. So I think there, it takes like a special combination of the two. And that's why I always say to women like who are funny, tend to sometimes be too lenient on their masculine energy. So it's like when you have the combination of the two, then that can be highly attractive. You know, while you're talking, I'm thinking about all sorts of things that are definitely true. First of all, Mm -hmm. the easy part, the low hanging fruit here is if you want a second date, laugh at his jokes, just, you know, just relax, Uh smile and have fun. I mean, if you see a bunch of women having girls night out together and they're drinking chocolate martinis, they're laughing their heads off. And men can't understand which one of those women is the comedian. Well, none of them are. They're simply relaxed. And when women are relaxed and having fun, they just start getting the giggles. I mean, even love it. Yes. Yeah. And I think a lot of guys just don't understand that. If you want to make a woman laugh, help her have fun. But I'm thinking about the persona that you're talking about and this idea of having masculine energy in order to be funny. I'm not I'm, I think that would be wrongheaded. It would be like a guy thinking he needs to talk to a woman like this if he's real hyper masculine so that she doesn't know, she knows he's not going to hurt her. You know, that's repulsive to women. Right. Men, real men love real women. And I'm thinking of like a woman who's kind of giggly and kind of has that, that airhead, but she's really smart. Sometimes mm-hmm. women can say funny things without even realizing it. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of men find that delightful. And a lot of, a lot of women might roll their eyes and go, well, I'm not going to act like an idiot. It's right. not idiotic. There's a feminine energy where you're just being easy to like. And, you know, the words would be precious and adorable. You're doing very cute things and saying very delightful things with a laugh. And we're just finding it very entertaining and sometimes funny. Um, if you've seen the movie Punchline. Oh, I didn't see Sally that. Field is is a housewife who tries to be a professional comedian, not to give away the whole plot, 
Mm-hmm. That's basically what causes her to be successful at what she does is she's just, you know, being feminine and, and saying what's on her mind. And she, she says it in such an endearing way that people start laughing. And the next thing you know, she's funny. I think that'd be a lot more the natural progression of a woman being funny with a guy and making him laugh and causing him to be delighted. I think women yeah. want to have their funny bone tickled and, and want to be challenged and kind of teased. And men just like to be delighted. You know, mm. I think that's the word I would use. That's delighted. The- that's interesting. What are some other ways that men can be delighted, Scott? <laughs> I mean, obviously humor, we're talking a lot about that, but what are some other things that you would say that help women? Well, the easy one is when a woman embraces her femininity, mm-hmm. you know, and, and enjoys the fact that we're masculine and isn't viewing us as inherently toxic simply because we're white and heterosexual or male and heterosexual or whatever the, <laughs> whatever the virtue signaling is nowadays. Yeah. Um, men are very wary of women who are expecting the worst from men. So when a uh, woman comes and is optimistic towards men, and indeed when she actually, go figure, likes men and is mm. looking forward to positive things from them, I think that is absolutely the most delightful combination. Indeed, Kim, a lot of a lot of men are really jaded. They don't think those women exist anymore. And yeah, I yeah, think a lot I, of times guys have to look in the mirror, you know, because they're attracting the wrong women or they're causing women to react to them in a certain way. But yeah. boy, we who are trying to be good guys and to and to respect women and do the right thing and and be a masculine man who has a woman's best interest at heart and, and be who we were born to be. Um, we really love it when women at least appreciate that and expect the best out of that, uh, expect the best out of us. And I think women are the same way. I don't think that's yes. gender specific. They love when a man thinks a woman's going to be a good person and, and, and be in her feminine and not mean him any harm. I'm, I'm really loving that you're saying this right now. Cause I think we're just um, in a time and a place where there's just, we, yeah, everybody's getting scared and there's so much fear around, you know, the other sex. And it's like, yeah. I hear from the men that, Oh, you know, women don't like us and I have to be so <laughs> careful. And I think they think we're gross. And, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll ever think you're gross. No, but I think that's what men, you know, I'm hearing from the men and they're, they're getting scared. And then, and then I also, and conversely, I hear the, the real negative, like, oh, you know, women, they're all crazy. They're all gold diggers. Then on the flip side, <laughs> right? Oh, right. Yeah. And then I hear on the flip side from the women, you know, where are all the quality guys? If I hear that one more time, I swear to God, like, like I hear this all the time. Where are the quality guys? All guys are narcissists. They're all unavailable. <laughs> narcissists. They, yeah. Yeah. Gaslighters. Yeah. They're all gaslighters. They all mm. ghost. They're all, they all are train wrecks, you know? So where are all the good guys? Like, so we're at this like standstill, right? And so if what you're saying, and I love this, is that when we actually like embrace the male species and say, we, we like you and show that to you, you like that. But we like to be embraced too. Yeah. Embrace. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I almost feel like I'm on a girl's night out with you because we're sitting here, you know, bitching about men and laughing about it. It's, I'm, I'm actually delighted, I would say. Are you delighted? Yeah. Am I delighting you? Yes. I guess I'm doing a good job. Delighted. Oh, hey, you said you loved what I was saying. I was going to ask, you know, Kim, are you feeling delighted yet? Yes, I am, Scott. I'm delighted. See? Delighting, not gaslighting. (laughs) Gotta light each other differently here. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not cray cray and all that stuff. So, okay. But how does, 
this optimism, I love this because I think we are like a lot of women are getting in this negative kind of energy when they're going out on dates. Cause they're just like, Oh, they're bringing the lists. They're like, Oh, who is this guy? They're checking off their list to make sure that this guy's not going to screw them, you know, and that kind of thing. So how, <laughs> can they, so how can they get rid of the list and remain optimistic? Like what shows you as a man that we're optimistic? Like, what do you see us do? Well, first of all, I think being optimistic and being generous are two cornerstones of being ready to be one half of a great relationship. Aww. Unfortunately, they're also the cornerstones of being taken advantage of by said optimistic, I mean, said narcissistic uh, gaslighter, manipulator. Mm -hmm. But hey, when two people who are optimistic and generous meet each other, there tends to be a very good relationship that's, that's going to come from that. Um, what do we see? What do we like? You know, when what we find optimistic about a woman, what we find uh, interesting about her when we meet her, I think just first of all, well, not just, there's lots of things. First of all, she's got a good attitude towards life. She's not complaining about the boss. She's not complaining about anything. Oh, thank you. Um, I mean, all kinds of women. I mean, I said to a woman one time, I said, man, you hate all sorts of things. And she goes, what are you talking about? I said, well, you're kind of negative. I mean, just what do, let's talk about what you like. She goes, I do not talk about what I'm so negative about. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, I'll just shut up then. Let you keep, let you get on a roll. Every time you say something negative, I'll just hold up my left index finger. I'll just quietly do it. And I did that three more times in the next two minutes. And she was, and she kind of like bit her knuckle and said, Oh my God, really? Oh God, I guess I do. And you know, I, I, I dated her probably for another four or five months off and on. And she was really never negative again. I think a lot of people wow. do it. They don't realize it. They, it's so true. There was, yeah. a, there were studies done on that. And like, you know, a guy didn't ask women out. And when they, you know, were surveyed why they didn't ask these certain women out who, who were actually pretty fabulous in every other way. It's like, well, they were just kind of high maintenance and kind of bossy and negative. And it was like maybe one or two statements they made that, and the women had no idea that they even did that. Yeah. So yeah. I think a lot of very attractive women are used to getting a lot of attention from men and they get mm -hmm. an entitlement mentality about it. Um, mm -hmm. And I think no matter how physically attractive we are, how many members of the other gender we tend to attract, we got to keep our, we got to keep our character and, and recognize that being a decent person and being good to others should not be something that's dependent on our sexual currency. And mm -hmm. I think men love meeting someone who they find attractive, who's actually coming off like a decent, friendly person who's trying to be social. Um, yeah. Men care about this. They want you to be sweet and cute and to like them and be sportive. <laughs> really, that's, it's, <laughs> that's it. That's well, all. I mean, both genders think that the other gender is so incredibly more complicated to figure out. And usually when people think that, first of all, they haven't tried. Second of all, they're busy trying to be all the things the other gender doesn't like and pretending it doesn't matter. Like, you know, yeah. matter die and have no ambition and no courage and are scaredy cats and wimps and they're thinking well that can't be why women don't like me it's got to be them you know it's got to be some other problem and um, I just don't think that's accurate um, so when a guy meets a woman uh, you know one of the things that you mentioned was online dating in your mm -hmm. your, uh, your your monologue there yes my listening monologue. along yeah what I always tell women when write, when they write their profile is first of all, I point out the two things almost all women do by default, and it's absolutely relevant to the question you just asked me. First of all, they talk to all the men they don't want. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. They yes. go, all right, look, if you're a, a drunk yeah. and you still talk to your mommy every day and you're a liar and a cheat and you voted for Donald Trump, don't bother. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, okay, great. Now we've gotten rid of all the men you don't want and all the men you do want have been given nothing. So first of all, women should write to the guy they really do want, not to the guy they don't want. Like, you know, you're a exactly. guy. Exactly. Marketing like, 101. Right. Yeah. Second of all, women tell men what the men are going to have to do for them habitually in their online profile. You know, I want a man who takes care of me. I want a man who makes me feel secure. I want a man, you know, if there was ever a woman who wrote a profile about everything she was going to bring to the table for the guy of her dreams, oh my God, we would be scrambling for our keyboard. (laughs) Right. Scrambling. I mean, my wife did this for one of her friends who found herself divorced and she went from getting like a trickle of attention. She's a very attractive woman. Went from getting like a trickle of attention you know, daily, and she was doing the, the, the two cardinal sins I just cited, to getting like 50 or 100 emails a day, just be, because she was the only woman in the entire metro area who was actually talking positively about what she was going to bring to the table for the kind of guy she really wanted. So, oh my gosh, did we perk up. If a woman offers to do anything nice for us, other than sitting back and saying, entertain me, yeah, <laughs> we're impressed. Yeah. I mean, it's even online, the first, the first emails, you know, a guy, women will write guys off unless their first email to them is incredibly witty and sharp and all the punctuation and grammar is perfect. And mm-hmm. they'll respond with, hi. Okay. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. But I want them to you know, like, entertain me. You know? I think I, that's put some awesome. effort in, you know, make an effort. I mean, look nice. You know, it's, it's always you. impressive to us. I know you're a style coach and a darn good one. Thank it's you. always impressive to us as men when a woman actually – made an effort to look good for us. It's like, wow, you did that for me. You knew you were going to meet me. And I feel, you know, I I feel validated by that. Women, oftentimes women will tell men that they love a guy who validates them. And I think that does go both ways. So when you meet each other, it shouldn't be like, okay, impress me. I'm not going to give you one scintilla of any indication that I'm impressed with you or like you or would even agree to a second date until you impress me. You know, Tell us we look better than our pictures. Tell us you're having fun. And guys, you know, you guys who are listening, don't hold that back. I, I don't care what you've read from 10 years ago when the pickup artist guys were out there. Oh, gosh, you know, yeah. please, please realize that you're not going to look creepy, weird, or pushy, first of all, unless you're creepy, weird, or pushy. And neediness is not something you can fake, and not being needy is not something you can fake. If you're not needy and you have options and, and you have confidence, tell her she looks better than her pictures. Tell her she can relax and you're already having fun and, and thinking this is going well. And you'll watch her across the table just go, and then her eyes will brighten up. She'll be much more attractive and you'll get to meet the real woman you were hoping to meet. And I think that goes both ways. People it are so does, damn tense when they meet each other. My God. And I love that it does go both ways. I mean, honestly, if we had like two hours, we could do this like ping pong thing back and forth because what's so crazy is we all kind of like and want the same things fundamentally. I mean, obviously we are different species and kind of get attracted to different things, but in the end of the day, we do want very similar things. Um, But I want to highlight something that you said that I always drive home, but you just kind of backed it up. And in that notion of women, (laughs) What a role reversal. I I know, right? Um, I just, because I'm always telling women to share things about themselves and give men more to work with, you know, because like this other day that my client was telling me how she really likes this guy and she's on date four 
And she's like, I, but there's a little bit of a red flag. I'm like, well, what's the red flag? And she's like, well, he's only like kind of talking about him. I said, really? Okay. Well, so, you know, tell me, are you saying anything about yourself or are you waiting for him to ask you questions? And she just kind of like, there's this long pause and she said, oh, well, yeah, no, I guess I, I, I don't say anything about myself. I said, well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go back out on the date with him and start offering things about yourself. He might be nervous. He, he might not want to overstep his bounds, but if you're not giving him anything, he, he may be at a loss, you know? And so some guys just don't know. Um, and so she did it and lo and behold, he, exactly. He started asking about her. He's actually a really great guy. So sometimes also when women don't offer a, a lot, it can be misconstrued. And then she writes the guy off. So this is so true. It's like we, it's like input output. What you give out is what you get back a lot of times. So it's attractive to both sexes. Yeah, totally. 100%. And, you know, what you're talking about, as a man, if a woman is very guarded and not sharing much, right. I'm not going to pry. That would be rude. I mean, maybe she's got this incredible, you know, insecurity about something. And if I ask mm -hmm. the wrong question or bring up the wrong subject, I'll never see her again. Um, I remember one time, and there's another, another side of that that I'll go ahead and explore with you. Yeah. I got a great example. I went out with a woman one time, and oh my God, she was sexy as hell. Oh, mm, what made her sexy? Wait, wait, wait. What made her sexy? Well, I mean, she was one of these women who I, I'm glad I didn't work with her because she would have been a, a not safe for work distraction 24 7. She was just one of those women who was made for sex. I mean, she okay, just, but what? Okay, no, because my women need to know this. What was it about oh her boy, that. I'm about to get in trouble here. Yeah, no, I want to know. We inquiring minds want to know because this is what we're talking about. Women don't mm -hmm. necessarily know what is sexy, too. So, like, what was sexy to you about her? Was it the way she moved? Was it her body language? Was it how she wore her clothes? What she said? Like, tell me more. It was a combination of her just having the most amazing body proportions that looked like she would <laughs> have nonstop multiple orgasmic pounding sessions and, and must look spectacular naked. Okay. Which there is, you go. which is a, which is a, a subjective ideal. Okay. By the way, I don't right. want to sound like, okay, ladies, unless you have a certain body type, forget it. Um, I mean, I have friends who, have very specific types of women they're attracted to who I'm not attracted to at all. And if you asked a group of 200 guys at a, at a seminar to raise their hands, if they went to like the top 100 most desirable women at FHM this year, excuse me, and, and couldn't, and couldn't figure out why 30 or 40 of them were even on the list, every hand in the room would go up. <laughs> right. But as far as I was concerned, she just physically did it for me. And she had, yeah. Yep. The facial features, she had the lips that I like to kiss. She had mm -hmm. the way she moved her fingers. She just was the kind of woman who, who made you horny, okay? Made right. me, well, I'm sure she didn't make you horny. You're heterosexual, but she made me horny, you know. I've got to keep my pronouns correct here. So the one thing she wasn't doing, I took her to lunch, and I'm not a very needy guy. I mean, I was dating multiple women at once. I was doing pretty well for myself. This was, of course, before I met my wife, <laughs> And um, in case that wasn't perfect. <laughs> I was just going to say, you better like <laughs> add that little. Throw that on the table in case I start getting right. hate mail. Just in case. 
I'd probably get, I'd probably get more than hate me. I'd probably get, Hey, you know, uh, me next. Um, you and Emily hiring. Uh, <laughs> Emily was not there for this. Emily did not set me up with her. Uh, so anyway, lest I digress even further. You see, I'm trying to change the subject is the whole I've dug myself. I, I know. I don't no pun intended. All right. <laughs> this is the funny Scott you've been wanting the whole show. This is we're back to where we were before it's we started. A mix, it's a mix of funny and serious. That's what we find. Well, you're setting me up for this. So now I've got to, you know, I hopefully want, I keep your audience engaged with humor so they don't hate me. No. Saying I like women's body no, parts. This is real. This is All right. Real. Yeah. Look, here's the deal. Okay. Men love sexy women. Men. Bingo. It isn't only about sex and it isn't only about her body shape. I think if you were to actually get inside a man's mind, you would find a lot more holistic of view and a lot more subjective view varying from guy to guy about what it is that, that elicits that visceral human sexual male response within us that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So let's get that said. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now back to the funny part. Now back to, <laughs> back so, to our scheduled program. All right. So anyway, I'm out with this woman and she's not giving me any indication whatsoever. She even wants to be there. Oh, she's just very aloof. Her personality is kind of hard to read. Mm-hmm. And I, I had something to do that day. And I, you know, at the very least, she was nice to look at. I said, hey, you know, lunch has gone pretty well, I think. You know, I never know because you're not going to tell me. But, hey, I'm going to go play um, a game of uh, – we're going to go um, barbecue and play pickup football this afternoon with some of my friends. It's men and women. You don't, you know, you want to drive with me to Austin and, and do that with me? She's like, okay. I'm like, great. Okay. <laughs> you know, like one word of answers, right? I'm like, and she goes – I, she goes, I go, well, you're probably not going to want to play football in that dress. She goes, well, yeah, you're going to take, you know, you have to follow me back to my, to my house so I can, oh. okay. She goes, and she goes, but you're not coming in. I go, I didn't even plan on it, you know. So, you know, we drove back to her house and she got in my car with me. And after she changed, she was very quick about it. You know, she didn't mm-hmm. forever and got in the car and we were having a very nice conversation. She went, met my friends and she was kind of an introvert, you know. Ah, you know, so I had to work to help her hang out with my friends. I'm starting to say, okay, maybe she's not this, you know, every every guy who's ever read a pickup book from 19, you know, 2007 thinks that every beautiful woman has 400 boyfriends and she's got everything social figured out and she's just a pro at this, right? Mm. Couldn't be farther from the truth. No, farther than the truth. And see, that's another thing. Guys think if you're the kind of woman they're going to be attracted to that you've got it all over them socially and that this is all some kind of setup and that you're somehow sitting there looking for reasons to reject them. You know, this is a truism. This is what guys think, you know, guys talk about things like shit tests, you know, like woman will test you to see if she's going to reject you. And really I think women are putting us on the spot like that because they're inviting our masculine nature to come out and play to see if it's in there. Mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, She's not doing anything of the sort, but we get back in the car and I've already been kind of clued in, hey, you know, this woman's kind of introverted. Might take a while to draw her out. So I'm being my funny self and she's laughing, huh, you know, occasionally. <laughs> I take her back to her. Like it well, I don't remember the details. It was a long time <laughs> ago and I've long since forgotten how sexy this woman is, of course, because I'm married to my wife and I only think about her. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> this is purely for demonstrative purposes. <laughs> So I take her back to her house. I don't bother to go inside. She doesn't invite me. Mm-hmm. But I, I, you know, I said, okay, I, sexy as hell. I like her. So I want to go out with her again. And maybe, you know, I can perk her up a little bit. So I take her out on a second date. Now I forget where I took her. I took her to eat and somewhere else. And then um, 
you know, second date could be a courtesy date, you know, see how it yeah, goes. But right. same thing, you know, she's kind of, you know, a little bit more vocal, but she's not giving me these incredible buy signals, you know. Mm-hmm. So that night comes and goes. And third time I, I said, okay, I'm gonna take her out on a third date. All right, Kim, tell these women I'm not lying to them. Nobody goes on a third date with anyone unless they're interested. Yeah, no, desperate. true. True story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're desirable and you're getting dates and you're sexy as hell, you're not on a third date unless you're interested, damn it, right? Exactly. That there's something there. Of course. Right. And that something can't just be, we're just going to be friends. It's, you know, that would have been announced already. So That's I said, right. All right, damn it. She said, yes, I'm taking her out to this really cool bar that's um they play they have jazz musicians there live music and we're gonna have like you know madman era cocktails you know and just kind of you know be smooth and cool and it was a smokeless bar before that was the thing to do you know and um she's sitting next to me and she's not doing anything i'm not doing and you know there had been a break and and we were talking and she's there and i finally said to myself mckay you are good with women you mm-hmm. can read women extremely well. This woman is with you on a third date. She obviously likes you. And she'd actually drop me a little hint about how sometimes guys get kind of surly with her. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know why. And they get kind uh, of like color a tease and stuff. And I'm like, mm, uh-huh. <laughs> maybe I'm not the first guy who's ever read this woman this way. Right. So I just said to her, hey, and she turned her head. And I grabbed her by the ponytail and tilted her head and kissed her. <gasps> I was like, it is time for you to kiss me, you know, and it was, I mean, you, you, know, you took charge. And I mean, yeah, the meat, it, would, it, it was a me too moment in the making. I'm sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. But you know, damn it. I looked at her, I looked in her eyes and it was, you know, she's, she's got that look like, okay, here we are. And you would have thought I threw a match in a Chinese fireworks factory. Really? Oh, God, I don't think that woman had been kissed right in years. As a matter of fact, weeks later, she admitted. Wow. Okay. And it was like I ignited a firestorm of passion. I mean, that woman hadn't been kissed right. And I mean, I felt almost like, you know, I needed to like come up for air. And we're in public. It's <laughs> and, so and, 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 and she said to me later, she goes, finally, a man who knows how to act like a man. You're, I, I thought you were extinct. And I'm like, you give me nothing to go on. You know what I mean? And I, I was honest with her, you know, after we've, you know, after it's the cat's out of the bag and mm-hmm. it's obvious we're attracted to each other and she likes me and I like her and the kiss happened and so, so forth. And so you gave her feedback. So like what, so that, I mean, that's a perfect example. Of what I think happens to a lot of women on dates and, and they think it's the guy all the time. Right. And, we're trying not to right. be rapey. We don't want to be these bad yeah. me toast, me, me too post me toast. That's probably more like it. <laughs> probably. Right. We don't want to be me too post. We're trying to be good men, but a good man also knows that women like a little sexual thrill. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, sex isn't only for men. Sex isn't a gift or, or, you know, a duty that women have to give men. Men want to make a pleasurable experience for a woman. We want to kiss a woman and have her be thrilled. It should be a two-way street. And if we're attracted to each other, that's something that probably should happen. Because I know guys have had women over their house, and they snuggle up together and do Netflix and chill. And then she gets up and storms out after the credits are rolling and slams the door behind her and says later. And the guy's like, I don't understand what was happening. I was just trying to be a gentleman. Well, she uh-huh. told him, you know. 
Yeah. I think there's a fine line. And if the woman's not giving you any signals, chances are she's not going to get any results, you know, because she's trying not to look like a slut. We're trying not to look like Harvey Weinstein. And yeah. then meanwhile, the birth rate keeps Nothing's going. Nothing's happening. Exactly. No, it, it goes back to what we were saying. We're at a stalemate here. And so, no, that that's a really good story. And I hope everyone hears kind of the moral <laughs> Cool story, bro. Tell it again. <laughs> Can we please, Zach, can you <laughs> tell Hashtag me too. Cool story, bro. No, but you know, it is a two way street and this, this also relates to flirting, you know, when I oh, God, yes. time, I mean, look, I'll probably have to have you back on to do a whole other podcast on that because it that's goes what all the women signals. say. Yeah. Yeah. He does that. Um, it's, it's about giving the signals and guys don't know, they don't know that, that you like them. And so they're scared of rejection or they're scared of crossing the boundaries. So mm-hmm. Scott, oh my God, loved, loved. This Men, men don't know how to be warm and light while still being masculine either. Yeah. And that's what brings yeah. out that feminine fun. I mean, women, men yeah. want women who look like they're having fun and are being delighted and are glad to be there and feel welcomed and feel comfortable. We love women who feel comfortable around us. And a lot of women are, you know, they're, they're very confident. They're very rough around the edges. They can be mm-hmm. empowered. They can be badasses. Oh, we love women like that, but only very confident men who have, men have to be as confident and have as much badassery going on as the woman to rise up to that. But when we're capable of handling it, we do love that. My wife is like, that's so great. Thank we you for helping. We don't want shrinking violence. We don't want women we can dominate, you know, yes. socially. It's, that's ridiculous. That's not true. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing. Like, women are looking for that alpha energy, but yet when women have more alpha energy than the guy, then the guy doesn't know, you know, his place and what to do. And it's like this whole thing that we're talking about. So thank you for just you know, being man enough to talk about this stuff. I, I mean, no, I really, I mean, it's really helpful. I think Good. you, not just being a man, but also, you know, what the heck you're doing over there. So I just want to recap some of these juicy tips that you talked about. Cause there were so well, there much. There you go again I, with the sexual innuendo. I, I, Hey, you took it that way. I didn't throw it out that way, but well, you know, you never asked what women them. want in a woman and I didn't give the obvious answer either. So you gotta, I have that going for me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay, so let me just recap. We talked about laughing. Laughing is awesome. Men like that, having yep. fun, but doing it in a fun, cute way, you know, being light and feminine energy is great. That positivity that you talked about, I think is crucial. The optimism and how you show that is just how you say things and showing the man that you like them and that you like what they're saying and doing and wearing a dress definitely helps while doing it. Talking sweet and cute, sharing things about yourself. Give the guys something. I mean, it goes on and on. Scott, thank you so much for, for being on. Do you have any like parting words of wisdom? I mean, you have so much that you want to share and then let people know how they can find you. You got three hours, got lots of wisdom. I've been working <laughs> on that lately. Um, no, the one thing that went unsaid that we should probably make sure get said yeah. is self-confidence and self-esteem. Thank you. Yeah. We love women who love themselves. Um, if you don't think someone should be attracted to you, don't be surprised when that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And that is not gender specific. You just, you, you are seriously talking my talk and backing up everything I say. And we didn't, we did not talk before this. That's what this is so great about. Cool. We should get married. I, but you're all, you're taken. So 
Yeah, maybe we can go to United Arab Emirates or something. And- <laughs> <laughs> How can people but find For the you? audience's benefit, Kim and I go way back. We're obviously joking. Yeah, we do. I'm we not do. Kim's type at all. Trust me. <laughs> Seriously, how can people find you? Um, what I would, here's what you can do. Um, go to, uh, well, let's see, we have primarily women, right? Women, but a lot of men too. So okay. yeah, say both. All right. So um, go for, uh, for the vast majority of you, um, actually, you know, women can do this too. Go to www.scottmckay.net. And my name is Scott with one T. If that's too complicated, go to deservewhatyouwant.com, which is my main website, listeners. But scottmckay.net, don't go to scottmckay.com, that's some dead guy. Um, scottmckay.net, <laughs> I'm very much alive. And uh, you'll, I don't care if you're a, a listener or a reader, whichever you prefer, just click the appropriate button and it'll send you the appropriate place. And um, I'm a real human being. I'm not some bot on Twitter. So you can even talk to us and uh, go to there, go to, go to uh, scottmckay.net and uh, get you some, everything on there is free. Get you started. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for reaching out. I'm really glad you came on. We'll, we'll definitely do this again. And again, yeah, it was so fun. This has been the Charisma Quotient and I'm your host, of course, Kim Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections and find love from the outside in. And if you want to know more about all of this stuff, go to my site, seltzerstyle.com. And if you're wondering what impression you are making on your profile and you want to get clicks on your pics, click here the link in the show description and get a new 90 minute online first impression assessment. I'm going to review your pictures. I'm going to help you with your outfits and make you look fab with me personally. And stay tuned until next week before you will have more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day.